Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Also be joined by WWL NFL analyst Mike Dettelier, who's on the line right now. Mike D's Notebook brought to you by the Thibodeau Regional Health System. Mike, happy game day. How you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you, Steve. Uh, looking at this matchup against those Dirty Birds, man, always a big one no matter what's going on. And obviously, uh, Saints 5-5 five and five right now, atop the division, though, with that record. Those Dirty Birds trailing right behind at 4-6. and six. You look at the Atlanta Falcons squad, a lot of talent on that offensive side of the football just really hasn't been producing as expected. One of those guys, Mike, uh, wide receiver Drake London, they just haven't really – uh, been able to get him, I guess, uh, involved the way they want to. He hasn't been talked about as one of those premier receivers in the NFL. Yeah, and that's what they really looked at him to be. And I remember um, this was right, right at the start of the season uh, on Sports Talk. We had uh, Jen Hale on with us, and uh, Jen does the uh, – preseason for the Falcons and I remember you know asking there tell me one person that really stood out uh from the Falcons standpoint and and covering training camp and preseason and she was quick with it Drake London uh he's a big man receiver um (laughs) he's got great length as far as getting up to go get the football strong hands and, you know, her deal is she thought that he would be a guy that could potentially get to 100 receptions this year. And that that hasn't happened. But he's really talented uh, going back to when he came out. Uh, he was my number two ranked receiver in that very talented draft class. Uh, he had some injuries at USC. He wasn't – he's not a speed burner, but – He's such a big target that even when he's covered, he's open. I mean, he's that type guy that he can go up and make that catch. And there seems to be sort of a lack of trust factor between him and Desmond Ritter. For whatever reason, 
but when you have someone that big at wideout who can get up the field and it's his ability to catch the high point of a pass, man, you've got to pump him the football. And short yardage, red zone, that's where he should really excel because that's where he excelled at in college and in high school. Um, I don't get it. And when you have an offensive-minded head coach and you're struggling on the offensive side, the football, you think we hear it uh, on sports talk about Dennis Allen in New Orleans? Man, it ain't nothing compared to what Arthur Smith is catching in Atlanta. And I mean from every angle. So he's got to figure out a way to get a super talented wide out and Drake London involved in the offense. He's uh, he's a guy you got to get the football to at least six to eight times a game. They just haven't been able to do that. No, definitely not. And uh, obviously, you look on the other side of the football, they spent a pretty high draft pick on a running back, and everybody questioned that. Uh, has shown some flashes this season, but, man, B. John Robinson, another piece on this offense that just seems to be underutilized. Yeah, he's the second of the uh, three uh, uh, that you hear the most about. Okay, you spent a top ten pick on a very talented all-purpose runner. Uh, Not only is he a terrific running back, but he's also an outstanding receiver coming out of the backfield. And if you're going to spend a top ten back uh, pick on a back, you better pump him to football. Uh, And we all know in this league, uh, like it or don't like it, that normally running backs to get a second big payday, that doesn't happen. So he's only got so many miles to put on the vehicle. Hmm. And with Bichon, he was a heavy-duty back at Texas. Uh, Why they don't use him any more than what they do in Atlanta uh, I'm very surprised at because he, he was ready for the NFL. You could tell he was a cut above as far as a runner receiver coming out of backfield. And he's also an excellent pass protector. He's a guy that understands this game at a certain level. Why they don't get him the football more. I'm not real sure, but again, it's part of why Arthur Smith is in, is in trouble in Atlanta. And I I think he's in big trouble there. They lose this game today. Um, Man, the the heat really kind of soars up on him. But Bijan's a a big back, but he's so nifty for his size. He has the ability to make you miss in space. He's got another speed gear out in the open field. And where he's so impressive, Steve, not only as a runner, but he catches the ball so well coming out of the backfield. It's it's like having another receiver in the backfield. Uh, he's a bigger version of Alvin Kamara, to be honest with you, in that he is so effective coming out of the backfield. So normally, I know coaches say, man, we don't listen to outside noise and everything else. You can bet your, your last buck. Uh, Drake London's going to be much more involved in the offense, and so is B. John Robinson today. Yeah, Mike, an- another one that I'm kind of concerned about, obviously the the ability 
of Desmond Ritter. Not with the arm, but his legs. We've seen this team struggle against mobile quarterbacks and shoot at really any quarterback that's able to, you know, be able to, uh, you know, a little bit elusive even. Uh, Ritter, how much of an issue is his legs going to be against the team, uh, the Saints today? Are they are they going to be able to slow him down? Yeah, it's always been part of his game uh, from high school to college at Cincinnati. Right. Um, I interviewed him at Manning Passing Academy, got to spend a couple of days with him there. And, and he talked about that that was a, a strong point of his game. Uh, he didn't consider himself a runner. He, he said, you know, I'm a movement guy. Okay, I, I get what that means. You're not telling me you're a runner, but you are. Uh, and he's got some wheels. He can move around the pocket very well. The problem with Desmond is you see improvement with him as a passer from a year ago. Uh, I think he throws a really nice football. When he sets up and his mechanics are good, he's accurate. Now, sometimes that's not always the case. But he is effective running the football. The problem with him has been uh, he can't hold on to the football. We like that. He's had, <laughs> yeah, he's he's had trouble uh, with fumbles in the final game that he started. He fumbled the ball three times inside the 10-yard line. Okay, you get benched if that happens. And that's what happened to him. But, Steve, it's going to be an issue because this team has had some real problems with quarterbacks that decide to take off running the football. It is the new world of the NFL. Hmm. Uh, We haven't seen a lot of this in the NFL today, uh, but you're seeing it more and more. The younger quarterbacks hitting the NFL and using their legs, you know, if it's for a first down run, if it's to move the chains, whatever, it, it keeps things rolling. And it puts a lot of pressure on your defense that you might have to keep someone in kind of spy-wise to make sure that Desmond doesn't take off running downfield. It has always been a big part of his game. So why should I think it's not going to happen today? Right, exactly. And with, the, and with other teams having success with it, uh, I would designate some runs specifically for Ritter. Yeah, uh, that, that that's definitely something to, to to watch out for today, Mike. And I, I think everybody's got a little concerned about that with this Saints team going forward. Just overall, uh, looking at the defensive side of the ball, we know Ryan Nielsen uh, left the Saints, taking over the defensive coordinator role over there. Not a surprise. Added a few names that are pretty familiar. Uh, one of those being. Uh, David Onyemata, who I feel like this team, man, the Saints, really miss a guy like that in the middle. Uh, defensive uh, tackle was able to apply that pressure and also really good against the run. Yeah, one thing with David, he really wanted to stay here too. Uh, they just could not come up with a financial deal to keep him in New Orleans. And when it got close, I think he decided if money's close, I'm going with my former coach. And I think when Ryan took off to go to Atlanta, it gave Atlanta an advantage that they were going to go after David, who's athletic, he's really quick. And their vision was to put him and Grady Jarrett in the middle. 
where they would have two very athletic, active interior players. Well, Grady goes down with the injury, but David's really played well in Atlanta. And he's a very good technician uh, against the run. He knows how to put himself in a position to make a play. He's always been a guy that has pushed the pocket. Maybe never a great pass rusher, but he's pushed that inside pocket very well. And he can run the field for a big pan. He is really, really athletic. So he's been a nice addition uh, to their middle. Uh, again, he's a guy that it, he sort of was torn between Saints, Falcons, and staying here. But I, I just feel as though he would have re-signed with the Saints had Ryan Nielsen not went there. Uh, but he decided to follow the coach that he believed in, and they paid him a lot of money to go to Atlanta. He's produced very well for the Falcons inside. Their problem has been they have not been able to get really good edge pressure. Uh, they've stopped the run well, but it's been their inability to get pressure off the edge. And that's something I think Ryan would probably like to add if he's there next year in Atlanta. Mike, another guy that, you know, chasing those dollars, Atlanta paying big bucks to linebacker Caden Ellis to bring him on over as well. Another guy that, that seems to be a Ryan Nielsen player, uh, just been adapting to the ATL way of doing things now and has a has been pretty productive this year. Nothing outstanding, though. Yeah, he, I mean, he's a, a real good football player. And where he's really improved, Steve, I think when he came into the league, just because of how they used him in college, right? he was mostly a guy right up on the line of scrimmage. And so he was used to either being the edge rusher or the guy that helped out in run support. Where I saw the biggest improvement with Caden, especially in New Orleans, was his ability to drop in coverage. Uh, he had an injury. And then the, when he came back, you saw he really worked with his agility and his ability to put himself in a reverse position. And I thought he became a solid cover guy. And then he became the Saints' designated pass rusher off the edge. And he's used a little bit differently this year, but he's a high-motor guy that knows how to use his arms and hands really well to get off a blocker and create havoc uh, in the backfield. He's a really good football player. And, uh, man, I hated to see him leave because I knew what he brought to the table. But he was looking to be a full-time player. And with the Saints using basically just two linebackers, uh, the, that spot for him was going to be mainly kind of designated pass rusher, are used in certain situations. Goes to Atlanta, he becomes a full-time guy. And he is a good football player. He's not an elite one, but he's a damn good one. I'd want him on my football team. <laughs> he gives me um, great effort and good play each and every snap. 
Mikey, another one that the Atlanta Falcons brought over in the offseason to help add to that defense, a guy, Jesse Bates, you know, former second-round pick of the Cincinnati Bengals, definitely been a difference maker on the side of the ball for them, even though the secondary for Atlanta has been weak. Yeah, the one thing with Jesse, he won the Powerball. Man, you look at that contract. <laughs> Man, that was that was eye-catching of what he got from Atlanta, but it, it was going to take that because they had competition for Jesse. Jesse's a real tall, lengthy safety that they've used uh, in a couple different spots because he's such a, a hybrid-type player. Uh, he's sort of part linebacker, part safety, part cornerback. He's good in the coverage part of the game. He's kind of their spy in the middle to figure out what you want to do and putting people in the right place. He's a chirper. He communicates with the other guys on the field extremely well. And, again, another high-motor guy that's super intelligent, seemingly always in the right place, and he trying to get other guys to be the exact same way. It cost them a lot of money. And normally teams don't put that high a priority on paying safeties a lot of money. The Falcons did because they felt as though he was a big-time playmaker. He's been a, he was a really good player in Cincinnati, and they really miss him. Their defense hasn't quite been the same without Bates on it, and you can see it. And in Atlanta, he's upgraded what to me was a below-average secondary into becoming a better secondary than what I saw a year ago. Man, I'm a big Jesse Bates fan, and uh, he's a guy you be careful with throwing over the middle because he reads the eyes of a quarterback very, very well. Mike, always appreciate the time. Be talking to you more when it gets to the Bud Light countdown to kickoff coming up around 10 a.m. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it, buddy. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 